Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And the Asia, the Asia Argento story is just, uh, I, the more I read about it, the madder I'm getting. So, I just want to catch people up in case they don't know. Asia Argento um, accused Harvey Weinstein of sexual harassment and sexual assault. And it, those accusations threw her right into the middle of um, the Me Too movement. There, you know, that was great. It wasn't great that she was assaulted, of course. It was great that um, women finally had a voice, and men who were sexually assaulted, um, um, everyone had a voice now, and they could talk about it, and they could, you know, let it out. Well, as it turns out, Asia Argento may be an abuser as well, because one of her co-stars, Johnny Bennett, or, hold on, I think it's actually Jimmy, Yeah, it's Jimmy Bennett, I'm sorry. Um, Jimmy Bennett says that Asia lured him to a hotel room, got his chaperone to leave him alone, um, applied him with alcohol, and then had sex with him when he was 17 and she was 37. And adding a layer of creepiness to the story, I mean, it's already creepy and it's already disgusting, but adding just to that is the fact that she played his mother in, in a movie. And so now, you know, there's layer and layer and layer of ick. Well, Asia decided that the story wasn't icky enough. And she was going to go ahead and add another layer of ick to this. Um, by saying that Jimmy's lying. And Anthony Bourdain is the one who paid him off, not her. Here is her statement. Um, she calls the the allegations absolutely false. And she says that she never had any sexual relationship with, with him. Um, and then she says, Bennett knew my boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, was a man of great perceived wealth and had his own reputation as a beloved public figure to protect. Anthony insisted that the matter be handled privately, and that was also what Bennett wanted. Anthony was afraid of the possible negative publicity that such a person whom he considered dangerous could have brought upon us. We decided to deal compassionately with Bennett's demand for help and to give it to him. Anthony personally undertook to help Bennett economically upon the condition that we no longer suffer any further instructions in our life. Now... The whole reason why she's denying it is because she is a judge on the X Factor Italy and um, the producers for X Factor said, hey, look, if you pay this kid off, you're fired. And she can't afford to lose the job now that she doesn't have Anthony Bourdain to back back her up. And it kind of adds to the whole thing of allegedly when 
Anthony Bourdain died in France earlier this year, she was shacked up in a hotel room with another man. Um, people have, some people have said that they had an open relationship. Other people have said she was cheating. But what we do know is, um, this woman was clearly with somebody else when her alleged beloved boyfriend died. And I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that her accusations against Harvey Weinstein were false, but it's, I'm finding it very hypocritical that she wants to um, play off like she didn't do something to this kid when there were photographs of them half-naked in a hotel room together. Now, that doesn't mean anything happened, but the only time I've ever been half-naked in a hotel room with someone that I could that I could possibly be attracted to was something happened. It was consensual, but something happened. So, I don't know. I find it very hard to believe. And I don't think she's a very credible witness for herself at this point. But hopefully the evidence tells a different story. And I will be right back. And I'm back. And we're going to talk about some Nicki Minaj here. So, when when we knew her new CD was coming... Um, she did that cute little stunt with Eminem where they pretended to be dating. That was cute, harmless, and I mean, outside of a little irritation from some people, it was nothing. It was just, it was just one of those things. But she, Nikki, has ratcheted this up to the most ratchet, pro, excuse me, promotional tour that I've ever been a witness to. This is like if Bradana released one of her sex tapes and it came in second to I it's a horrible comparison. I just it it, it I I don't even know what to say anymore. So let's just get into the story. So Nicki Minaj's new CD came out last week. It's called Queen. And the billboard was released, and it showed that she was going to come in number two. Now, number two is respectable. It's obviously still the top five. Um, She sold as many physical units as um, Travis Scott, but he had more digital downloads. That shouldn't matter. Like, you know, good on Travis... But Nikki took issue with this and started saying that she was cheated, that this was a conspiracy to keep her down. And I just want to say, if someone has the time to conspire to keep Nikki down at number two, please let me know how you, about your time management skills because I need them. I really do. So Nikki like, went off on a a Twitter fit and for a second I thought she was Donald Trump because she was just saying the craziest shit well apparently she saved the craziest shit for after I stopped reading her um 
her tweets. And she she compared herself to Harriet Tubman. Now, when most people receive backlash, you know, they'll be like, oh, oh my god, like, I didn't realize how this came out. Nikki doubled down! Here's what she said. All the queens I remember shook shit up. Queen of the week may go to Harriet Tubman. Had she just sat there and ate her rice, you N-words, history would have been a lot less triumphant. Y'all, I had no idea Harriet Tubman was trending. I said what I said. Queen Radio will honor her tomorrow. She said she could have rescued more slaves had they known they were slaves. I fought for streaming services to count toward Billboard when a lot of N-words stayed quiet. So, people, people really went after her saying that she was worse than Kanye for comparing herself to Harriet Tubman. Which, let's not get crazy here, people. But she was asked about it at the VMAs last night and she said, I am the new Harriet Tubman. And after being asked if she went too far, she said, no, no, I am Harriet Tubman. Leave me alone. Okay, someone needs to take the coke vial away from Nikki and not let her have it anymore. Because clearly drugs are fucking with her brain. That is the only logical explanation for her going so crazy so fast. I mean, it's just astounding. You know, and I I do love Nikki. I think she's very talented. I listened to a couple songs off her new CD. It's not my favorite CD, but Nikki's not one of those artists that I listen to all the time. She always has a couple songs I like that I'll listen to, that I'll add to my Apple Music. But, you know, for the most part, it's more like, okay, like, it is what it is. She's not Britney or Kelly or even Pink. You know, she's. I, I do think she's talented. I just... Rap's not really my genre. But you you play me some super bass and I'm a happy... I'm a happy little gay. Um, I think there was a blind item and I know it was revealed to be... Um, I think it was revealed to be about Ariana Grande... Um, but on Crazy Days and Nights, there was a, there was a blind about, oh no, it was revealed to be Cardi B. Anyways, I, um, the blind was basically get ready for an epic meltdown along the lines of Britney. And like I said, it was, it was revealed to be, um, Cardi B. But I really think that it could have been written about Nikki too. And I'm, I'm hoping that she gets the help that she needs. And I'm going to go get some more tequila, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So last week I was going to do a fun little story um, about Jesse Smollett, my love, my my, my crush. Um, he doesn't know I'm alive. Um, but Jesse, if you listen to Drunk Gossip, please call me. Or message me. I'm the one who usually likes everything that you post on Instagram. Um, or you can find me on Facebook or wherever. Just let, let's talk. Because you and me, we, we would make a really great couple. 
yes, I am turning drunk gossip into a dating site, people. How else am I supposed to meet the celebrities I want to be with? You know, Scott Evans has a boyfriend now, and... And Gary Clayton, who just came out, has a boyfriend. And has and he's had a boyfriend since, like, I don't know, he was two. Which doesn't say much, because he's only, like, three. Um... But as far as I know, my Jesse is still single. And he is ready to mingle with me. So, if the Empire trailer is rocking, don't interrupt us with your knocking. Uh, so, um, well, I forgot what day it was last week, but um, he was being Jesse was being silly. And put up a um, picture on Insta asking for someone's HBO Go password um, because he forgot that his bill was due or whatever. And I mean, and obviously he was just being silly. So I don't want to hear people like giving me shit for this. It was clearly a silly because um, actors usually have like managers or accountants take care of their bills for them they don't that's why they always get away with stuff because they they genuinely have plausible deniability when it comes to where their money is going um so he he puts up this post and you know everyone's like goofing off with him and Taraji P. Henson who goddess love her I would watch her read the phone book and I'm still kind of hoping for a Taraji Meryl Streep pairing up. Like, I, since Meryl is so intent on doing TV now with Big Little, Big Little Lies, I don't see why she doesn't make a stop over at Empire and do a guest stint with Taraji. Maybe they were old, like, prison cellmates or something. Lee Daniels, give me a call. I will write Empire for you. Anyways, um, so Taraji um, commented that he needed to pay his damn bills. And it reminded me, like, there are people who actually like their co-workers. Now, you know, I know a few of mine. Um, but as a freelancer, you know, you could be working with me and I would never even know it. The only reason why I know the ones I do is because either I help them get the job... Or we kind of stumbled into one another by accident. Um, or, you know, via LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is everything. So that kind of, like, teasing and ribbing really did make me kind of miss a traditional workplace. Because I was like, oh, you know, like, I, uh, most of my friends I've met through work. And now that I don't have that, I'm like, oh, I have to make friends some other way. And it's like, why? I don't like people. And especially if those people are named Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande or Donald Trump. Oh, and speaking of which, just so you all know, me and Mandy have a damn it level and a fuck it level. Damn it level is Taylor Swift... 
Ariana Grande, and fuck it level is Donald Trump and a couple other people who can't be named because they're not famous, but they deserve it. And then we have Love It. Love It is Scott Evans, always and forever, even though he has a boyfriend and cheating on me. Um, Jesse Smollett, who will be my future boyfriend, and I will cheat on Scott Evans with him. And Susan Lucci. And, and Cassie DePaiva, because Mandy loves Cassie DePaiva. Oh, and Brittany, but she's a goddess, so that doesn't really count. And Sharon Madonna. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about Madonna in, in the last segment. Are you guys ready for that? Because I am. I'll be right back with our blind item for the day. And I'm back. I, I very briefly debated not doing a blind item and um, doing a story on Kathy Griffin instead. But we're going to go with the blind item and I'll do the Kathy Griffin story tomorrow. Or uh, in the next episode, whenever that might be. Um, so this comes to us via our friends over at Blind Gossip. If you want any of the best blind um, blind items around, go to blindgossip.com. This one is called Her New Family. And it's a blind item exclusive. So when you're looking for it, please look for Blind Gossip, um, Her New Family. And it reads, Remember when we told you that this actress's relatives were not going to hush up until they received the payday they were after? Well, a relative of hers just did another interview, and this one is a doozy. Her quote-unquote new family is going to pitch a royal fit when they hear what he calls them. Ready? The source said, he said, they're just like Scientologists. He says that they are a secretive cult that pulls down the shades and threatens anyone who tries to expose them for what they are. He also called them a Stepford family, a reference to the Stepford Wives, a 70s horror film about, a ro- about robotic brainwashed women. We don't know which publication is going to run this or which metaphor they are going to reference, but it will be published soon. And just when he thought it couldn't get any better. Well, we already know who this is. This is Meghan Markle, and her father actually did do an interview, and I believe it came out in The Sun, um, where he called the royal family Scientologists. This all stems from the fact that um, he's been shooting off his mouth, and the royals... If you've read the book Crazy Rich Asians... Um, you'll understand this a lot better. The royals are very private. They're very old money. They're not flashy. They don't... They don't spread it around like that. So... When Harry married Meghan, she had to adhere to certain rules. And... Some of those rules are... You know... You don't go out looking for publicity. You know, yes, the Queen is one of, if not the most. I think, I think at one point or recently, um, it was said that she was the most photographed woman in the world. Uh, but that's kind of what you have to expect, because, I mean, outside of some small monarchies in the Middle East. We don't really have that sort of thing anymore. Now it's very much... Um, um, presidents and prime ministers and, and politicians. 
but remember, you know, the, it is believed, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this right because I don't want to screw it up, but it is believed that, or it was believed that whomever was in power, whoever the king or queen was, was chosen by God. They were chosen to be born into that family. They were chosen to lead the country. And the fact that Queen Elizabeth has reigned for like 65, 66 years now, it's just incredible. No one could have predicted that she would last this long. Um, so Thomas Markle is kind of missing the whole point. You know, it's not that Megan doesn't want to talk to him. Or maybe it is. Maybe, you know, because he keeps just creating tension between her and her husband. And there are already rumors that they're, that they're in trouble. That they're already fighting and whatnot. And that's partly because of her family. So, no, I don't believe that the royal family is, like, Scientologist. I believe that her family is just losing their damn minds because they all thought that they were going to get, you know, this huge payday. And, like, oh, my God, we don't have to work anymore. And, again, that's not how the royals work. There are some members of the royal family who don't even get a, 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 an allowance. And just so everyone knows, I'm still quite bitter that the one who was supposed to be my future husband, Prince William, went and married some simpleton when he could have already been married to a queen. I'll be right back. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to social media users. Yes, that is right. We are talking some Madonna people. Um, so, at the VMAs, Madonna was asked to present the, um, is it record or video of the year? Uh, video of the year, um, which is the main award. And it it makes sense because Madonna is an icon. Um, Not only in the sense that she has sold more records than any other woman in the history of of, um, the recording industry. But... um, She... Anytime she appears on the VMAs, you know something's going to happen and people are going to talk about it. And that's why the VMAs keep asking her back. Because, you know, maybe she's not going to get the ratings the first time, but people will will search out the repeats to watch what she does. And that's where they're making their money. They're not making their money off the first telecast. They're making it off the repeats of the telecast. So, in this case, before she went out, apparently producers grabbed her and said, Hey, you're Madonna, you know everybody. If you have any stories about Aretha Franklin, 
please share them. And so she took to the stage, and what can only be called her Erica Kane voice, she told this long-wielding story about how she left Detroit to come to New York, and no one was taking her seriously, no one was hiring her as a backup dancer, and then she um, decided to try for musical theater. And just on a side note, much like the Cher show, which is now a Broadway musical, or a Broadway-bound musical, I really hope someone does a Madonna musical one day, because that would just, it would be life. Um, the only th- the only thing is, is I don't want it to be a biography about her. I want it to be a completely original story, kind of like Mamma Mia. Um, anyways, back to, back to what happened last night. So, um, she's, she's telling the story and then she went in front of, um, producers and a director and she said that she was going to sing Natural Woman by, um, Aretha. And no one, no one really believed her. So then she belted it out and, you know, as she says... The rest is history. And people were really, really angry. Saying that she made it about herself. That it was, you know, if this was supposed to be a tribute to Aretha, it should have been about her. And here's where I'm going to defend Madonna. Not just because I'm a fan of hers, but... You know, how many of us have a loved one who died and we just share stories about them? You know, I... One of my friend's parents died, and I still talk about how every Saturday night, me and me and my friend's mom would be on the phone talking until all hours about our soaps, about whatever, you know, and how whenever she made my favorite dish, um, I, I forgot how to pronounce it, but it's like, um fried bread and meat and oh it's just delicious um she would always make sure that she saved either that I was invited over for dinner or um that she saved me some and I've never felt like you know that was me taking away from the legacy that she had with her own kids it was just my personal story you know maybe Madonna could have chosen a better story that wasn't all about her but this is Madonna we're talking about when Donald Trump is impeached she's going to be hanging on to the story about how the Secret Service investigated her because she said that she thought about blowing up the White House that's just who she is and you love her or you hate her for that but you have to respect that that is who she is as a person And now I'm going to go and I'm going to start working on that Madonna musical because if I don't write it, no one will. Okay, that's a lie. Someone will, but I want to write it because I want the billions of dollars. Um, Until the next episode, cheers.